Welcome to the number one solo marketing and sales podcast there is online. I'm going to show you exactly how to add money into your bank account by selling solo and scaling your solo company by giving you real actionable advice on sales and marketing specific for solo. So I have a free training and a Facebook group you can join and it's all in the description. But in the free training, you're going to learn how to generate exclusive, pre-qualified, real-time in-house residential solo appointments on autopilot, all without chasing low-quality leads, expensive Facebook ads, training in the sales reps, door knocking, or even buying leads. So there's a training I put together completely free. Once again, the link to that training is in the description below. And without further ado, um, welcome to this episode of the podcast. Welcome to the podcast in general. And enjoy listening to this episode. So in this video, I'm going to make it super, super quick. But this won't be actionable unless you're either a sales manager or you have a sales manager on your team. If that fits into your role, um, I want to go over a very powerful um, kind of philosophy I have for sales managers. So most people think about sales managing as managing the salespeople, motivating them, getting them hyped up, etc. That's all important to a certain extent, but what I believe a sales manager's job is to is to open up new opportunities for your sales team. And that means exploring and optimizing and testing new sales channels. And people don't realize how wide you can go with this and how many different ways you can generate leads. Most people think about, and I'll leave off the basics in the solo industry, is door-to-door, cold calling, Facebook ads, um, and those are the, like, the most most common ones, right? Networking sometimes, right? So what the most successful companies I've talked to, they have an infinity amount of sales channels they can use and innovate. So a good example, which people don't think about at all, is Craigslist. I've seen people pull leads off a of freaking Craigslist for solar. And solar is a big ticket item. But basically, think about even... And I'm going to leave off, leave off some examples here. And I can, um, if you want to have maybe a full list of different sales channels you can use, shoot me a message. And if I get enough interest, I'll put together a PDF. But basically, anywhere, and I mean anywhere, where there's eyeballs of your ideal customer somewhere, that's a sales channel. So if we think about it that way, you can really start to open up your scope of the different sales channels. So I'm going to, off, I'm going to name off a few that are common in other industries that aren't maybe common in solar. So one is strategic voice drops and cold emails. This is quite common in the real estate space, but nobody's really using voice drops. And what voice drops are is it's um, you're basically sending a, an automated like a, a, a voicemail that doesn't ring. It's like a ringless voicemail, right? And if you have the proper hook, you can dramatically use that as a lead channel source or a follow-up tool, right? Another one is your personal Facebook profile. <clears throat> Every one of your sales reps should be putting out and building communities on the personal Facebook page. LinkedIn, um, you know, there's so many things I could think of, and it's, it's kind of mind-blowing that people aren't using Even cold calling, I mean, people don't realize you can just put together cold call centers virtually even, and you can dramatically pull in a variety of leads into your business. So this is, once again, a little bit, um, for those companies, a little bit intermediate or advanced where they're looking to open up more uh, sales channels. But the sales manager's job 
is really to open up new sales channels for your sales team. And I don't think that's emphasized enough. People aren't innovative enough on how many sales channels and how many different ways you can pull leads. Um, and then what ends up happening is you bleed all your lead channels together where they're all kind of working together, which I can explain in another video. But basically, I believe and I know you can make any lead source work for you eventually. So sometimes it's not worth the time and effort to make that lead source work for you because of the time, the energy. But a lot of times you can automate that process or you kind of hit a bell curve where at the moment, at the time, you're getting the best bang for the buck. So you're putting in the least amount of effort and getting the most results. And that's really what you want to think about. Um, so what I do when I look at, um, depending on the project I'm doing, sometimes I do custom projects, is I list out all the sales channels or lead gen channels I can think of. And I start with the ones I think are going to be most profitable in terms of like generating quality leads, but also the ease of doing it, the setup and things like that. And then what I'm doing is I'm tracking, strategically um, tracking the data and doing a lot of A-B split testing. And then what's going to happen is initially you might get like no interest crickets. Then you might get people opening your, your, your messages, for example. Then you might get some replies. Then you might start having conversations. Then you might starting, start to have some book calls. Then you might have trouble converting those calls. Then you might have trouble getting referrals off those people. But usually, if you have a lot of your sales uh, dialed in, is you already have the back-end system figured out. You know how to, once the lead is interested, how to follow up and convert that lead to a sale and also get referrals off of them. So once, and once again, this is why it's so powerful. Once you have the first little bit, uh, you have a couple of uh, I mean, sorry, lead sources working for you, all you have to do is get that first initial little piece working for you and you just bleed it into your system. Um, you just send the lead rate to your CRM and you have the automated and manual process of following up and converting that lead. So I hope that makes sense to you. But think about it once again. Of There's no limits to where you can generate leads. You'll be so surprised. Like even like This is even what I've seen even. Even putting out flyers with a very, very good offer and a call to action in strategic places have worked. And I know it sounds stupidly simple, um, and this is something you should be doing once you have lead gen, gen channels working for you, and you want to go after the ones that are the easiest um, to maximize first, right? And you don't want to do all of them at once either. It's too much work, right? But a good rule of thumb is do you start three or five, and do you like, I do it month by month. So, so once you have some channels working for you, you're always going to be optimizing them and doing split tests. So um, on this month, I would be doing... I would have a list of the split test I'm doing on my current channels, but then I would look at opening up three to five channels um, with strategic split testing. Then I would see the results I'm getting and take either the best one or two and really dive deep into those. And this is really how you bring in more leads and how you open up sales channels. Even with Facebook ads, for example, what people don't realize, and this is common in the e-commerce space, is you're working with a much bigger audience. And people think that there's only so much you can do with one audience. So in the local market, you only have a certain amount of radius in your, in your area, right, to target. Um, people don't realize you can use that same audience and people are exhausted with the same offer. What you do is you change the angle on the offer you're using and that could be another lead source. So in e-commerce, for example, 
you could have a pool of customers that are a million people and you're selling a $50 product. So if you just have that product with the same offer and everything like that, um, eventually the audience gets exhausted. Um, so what you can do is, of course you're going to be cycling creatives and things like that with that same offer, but you can hit that offer up with a completely different offer and now it's going to pull in more leads. Um, so think about it like that too. Like Even your existing sales channels, I guarantee you can innovate and think of new offers and new angles to the marketplace or even a different section of the marketplace that might be a little bit more niche where you're talking to a smaller pool of customers and it's a smaller, maybe it's only providing you a lead or two a day, but it's something you could easily do and implement with a simple ad, for example, right? So this video is a little bit longer than I thought. Um, or comment below. Give me your thoughts on this, and hopefully this helps you out, sales managers. Thank you so much for listening. Now, I want you to do three things. One is to take action. Take action on exactly what you learned today. Write it in your notes and your phone, and take action this week. Two is to watch that free training I mentioned at the start of the podcast. So go to the description, and you'll find a link to the free training. I know it's going to help you out tremendously, and it's something you've probably never seen before. Three is to write an honest review on whatever platform you're actually listening, listening to this podcast on. So that's Apple, Spotify, it doesn't matter. And lastly is just to share this content if you found it helpful. Share it on social media. Share it with your personal friends you think it can help. And let's explore this solo company to the next level. Thank you and I look forward to sharing more content with you.